novel name Hitman needed. It might sound alien, but everything indeed carries vibrational energy. Even a self-consciousness is also a type of energy that vibrates at every brisk of space. People's opinion after all have some value, and that's where low vibration exists. Vibrational pattern can calculate anything. This novel is mostly fiction inspired and true events that might happen to somebody. Names, characters, places, accidents are either product of imagination and any resemblance to actual people, living or dead, events or locals are entirely coincidence or have been changed to protect privacy of possible parties. Fair use. However, please consider this book a sci-fi and any resemblance to people, um, dialogues and events are just coincidence and the whole story honestly unbelievably mind-blowing, so please read and listen us on podcasts and ebooks. Portion of this novel contains a third-party content that constitute fair use under federal copyright laws of United States under Section 17 U.S.C. 107, work meant for educational, scholar nature, and criticism, which is protected by fair use. Prologue My name is Leah, public relationship agency, also known as True Start. A private detective attorney Matt Blues likes to investigate um, real TV crime. And um, this time we decided to investigate a case about newlywed wife who wanted to find a hitman to kill her beloved husband. Um, this novel was actually inspired by two events, and uh, there could be actually a lot more people, victims of this kind of marriage and love practices. So please read and listen us on podcasts and iTunes and ebooks, which is bringing our opinion and speculation. Season two, chapter chapter seven. The news delivered to Mark. Aliyah left the hitman car and drove away believing her husband Mark would be murdered soon, just two days later. Next day, Aliyah followed orders and went to gym at 5 a.m. in the morning. When police knocked at the door and gave Mark unfortunate news about his wife's intentions to kill him, Aliyah was called back to the house by a surgeon one hour later. Chapter A. News delivered to Aliyah. Is Mark your husband? The officer asked Aliyah. Yes, she confirmed to the police. There was a disturbance at your house and shots been made, and I'm sorry to tell you, but your husband was killed. The officer told Aliyah. Oh, no, 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 it can't be. Oh, my God. Aliyah started crying very emotionally. We need to calm down, and um, if you want us to find the killer, okay, so you guys have enemies, you wanna, um, who would want to hurt him? The officer asked Aliyah. Oh, no, 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 I can't believe it is happening. She was crying, screaming loudly. I'm sorry, ma'am, but you have to come down and go and um, go to police department with us for questioning. Everything is under control. We are going to take care of everything, okay? You just need to calm down, the officer added later. Chapter 8, Police Station. It's a protocol that we have to follow since you were the wife of deceased person, so I'm going to ask you questions, that's okay. Police asked again. Sure, Aliyah responded. If you don't understand something, just ask question. First, um, first of all, let me just tell you that I'm sorry for your loss, and uh, we, but we have to do this, the officer told Aliyah again. 
I love my husband. I would never hurt him. I want to see him, please. Alia responded to the police. Trust me, you don't want to see him. His face was disfigured by gunshots. Police told Alia. I'm going now to videotape the whole conversation with you, okay? And we need your signature here. Please sign. Police told Alia. I don't want to be videotaped, though. Alia responded. Is anybody that you know who you think would want to kill your husband? Police asked Alia again. Husband was on probation, she responded. And Alia started telling the police the story that Mark had the trouble with the law and now she believes that maybe somebody would wanna, uh, want him dead. She even gave a list of names to the police who might want to kill her husband, but it was just the random people who Mark used to work with and they actually had nothing to do with this murder. When Mark got off probation, he pissed off a lot of people for some reason and that's why I think they want to kill him. And we were constantly running into some weird guys who were threatening us. And I know Mark owed a lot of money, like $200, $200,000 he had to pay to somebody. And that's why people think, that that's why I think people were after him. Alia stated to the police, Okay, the game is over now. Now we're gonna talk about it seriously, okay? Do you understand? Do you know this guy? And the police asked Alia showing the picture of the hitman who she hired to murder her husband. So police brought this hitman into the room, who was actually an undercover officer, and he was pretending to be the hitman. And now the hitman was acting like he was being just caught on a crime scene. So, do you know this guy? Police asked Aliyah again. No, she responded. Aliyah used to use her good looks to get everything she wanted in life. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because people do that all the time just to get by relying on physical appearances. And yet the majority of those people who navigate the life in this manner would never want to kill somebody, unlike Aliyah, who managed to make her husband Mark to fall in love with her first and then she ordered the hitman to kill him. There were no intimidating circumstances. She was not a battered wife. She was only a cold-blooded pursuit and calculation to get what she wanted. However, the karmic debt finally caught up with her. So, quote, Are you going, you're going to jail, Aliyah Dampalita, uh, because we're charging you for solicitation of murder, so you're under arrest. When you're hired, it was an undercover police officer who assigned to do this after your lover came to the police station and reported you that you want to kill your husband. We have video views and we have audio recordings of you. We have a lot of evidence, the officer told Aliyah. I didn't do anything, Aliyah told the officer quietly. Again, you're going to jail today. You're under arrest for solicitation to kill your husband, Mark, Dampalita. I'm not kidding right now, the officer repeated again. I heard what you said, but I didn't do anything, Aliyah responded. Everything has been recorded. You were photographed. You were going to jail today. You're going to be handcuffed and taken to the jail on charges for the solicitation to commit a first-degree murder of your husband. So please stop acting, please, because nobody believes you anyway, the officer told. No, I won't, Aliyah responded. You would need uh, to have a real good attorney because we are going to show him a film where you said that you were going to pay a lot of money for the murder of your husband and you were like 5,000% sure 
that she wanna kill him and how and how you gonna explain that the video when when i'm gonna leave the room we only gonna talk at your trial do you understand if you want to lower your sentence you better speak up and cooperate with us as the right things to do officer ask and the officer uh, then later left the room and leaving alia there alone and crying chapter nine cannot fix, fix this when the interrogator left, Aliyah's husband Mark walked into the room along with two more officers and Aliyah would start screaming. Babe, thanks God you alive. Babe, come here, come here, please help me. Aliyah was asking Mark. I can't. I cannot fix it for you. You did this to yourself and I'm sorry you have to go to jail now, Mark responded. You have a right to Fifth Amendment and attorney. Do you understand that? The officer asked Aliyah. I want to make a phone call, please. Can I please have a phone? Aliyah asked officers. Later, the officer responded, Can I please go home? I want to go home. I don't feel very well. You are not going home. You are going to jail. You are, you've been arrested. Do you understand that? Officer asked Aliyah. Aliyah refused to give any sort of acknowledgement whatsoever. She had to confronted, um, she was confronted with the video camera footage and she has been taken to a police station and then still presenting yourself as an innocent person the entire time. Then Aliyah accepted an offer to make a phone call. Now think of absolutely last person on planet Earth who would you want to call being in Aliyah's shoes. Chapter 9. Last call. Aliyah made her last phone call. Police allowed her to do. The call was to her husband Mark, who she was trying to kill. Hi, baby, it's me, Aliyah said on the phone. Hey, what's up, Mark responded. Mark, can you please come here and take me home? Aliyah asked Mark. Aliyah, I cannot help you. You don't wanna. Uh, I don't wanna fight with you. You you did it to yourself. Mark told Aliyah on the phone. What they think it's not true. Aliyah was trying to convince Mark into her innocence. I don't understand how that even possible. Mark asked Aliyah again. Mark, I'm sitting here with the police and accusations are not true. It's impossible. You wouldn't even give me two minutes to talk to you. It's impossible. What they're saying is not true. I'm giving you my word that it's not true. Aliyah was screaming emotionally over the phone. What Aliyah was going to, uh, was what Aliyah was actually doing called uh, gaslighting, commonly used by sociopath and uh, psychopath, all those with narcissistic personality disorders to manipulate other people. Aliyah was trying to cultivate a doubt in Mark's mind, making him question his own perception and sanity. So she does this by using persistent denials and misperceptions. Quote, Aliyah, I cannot help you even if I wanted to. So I'm sorry, Mark responded to Aliyah. Mark, please, I need an attorney, a good one. Can you please help me to find at least a good attorney? Aliyah was begging Mark to help you to find an attorney. Your brother was here and I talked to your mom already. I called them all. They should be providing you with an attorney. Mark responded to Aliyah. It's not true, Mark. I'm I'm limited on my phone uh, called with you right now. You know more than anybody. You know me more than anybody. It's not true. Give me a minute so I can talk to you. I can explain. Aliyah was begging Mark. There is nothing even to say and or explain because I saw the whole video and the film and I heard what she was saying to the hitman. 
You wanted to kill me. Now how can you explain that? Mark was asking Alia. That's not true, Alia was still screaming. Well, I saw and I heard what you said. You wanted to kill me and you were 5,000% sure about it. I heard that. What's your problem now? Mark responded. How can you believe in it? I saw, I saw your face in that film. I heard your voice. I heard your words. Mark responded. I heard what you heard. But you, I know what you heard, but it's not me. You have to believe me, nobody else, because remember, I'm your true love and you are mine. So I would never want to harm you in any way. Alia kept insisting. Why would you meet your ex Laura in a parking lot? His car um, in his car discussing my murder them. Mark asked Alia. I'm sitting here on the phone and police is listening everything. I'm gonna ex explain to you everything in a person when nobody could hear us, okay? Alia told me, Mark. I cannot come to you anyway. I'm not allowed. So it's out of my hands, Mark responded. What do you mean you cannot help me? I, you're not even trying. How I'm what I'm supposed to do, Mark asked. You're supposed to get me a good attorney at least. So I can, so we can talk, Aliyah responded. Aliyah, I saw you with this guy in his truck, whatever um, he, the, he is, and I saw it. And I heard your voice clearly, I saw your face, I heard you saying that, that this, these words. You got to be kidding me. Let me give me a little advice. You need to listen now, okay? You're going to be run around in there like me when I was serving my turn for a little while, and I just, just go with it. Keep your mouth shut, keep it to yourself, and don't say anything. Oh, a lot. Mark advised Alia. Mark, I love you, so please don't do this to me. I'm sitting here, everything and everybody treating me so badly. You know I could do anything to you, Alia stated. There is nothing else I can do for you. Uh, do you know actually what I can do, though? I will give you some papers to sign, so give me, so you could give my house back over to me. And then I'll help your mom immediately to find a good attorney. Just give me my house back. That's it, Mark responded. What is that's That's it is what? Alia asked. I'm not signing anything. Alia responded to Mark. Of course, I know you wouldn't sign anything. I knew that it was not going to happen. So I cannot help you then, Mark said. Mark, I'm still sitting here in a jail, rotten. And all you are here thinking about your house, really? Alia was asking Mark. You tried to kill me. I just offer you help and you again. You have this balls to say no to me. The house doesn't belong to you. You didn't purchase it. You didn't pay for it. It's my house and you need to sign papers to return my house back to me. Okay? You are hilarious in your situation considering where you're at now and considering what you are trying to do to me today. Mark responded, losing his patience. I have to go now. They just told me to get off the phone, Alia told the Mark. Chapter 10. Alia's mother. I don't believe and I don't support uh, what happened. I don't know, but I know what uh, you guys have power in regards to decide what next phase going to be for my daughter's life. And I'm just begging you to show some mercy. We all make mistakes sometimes, but we all deserve a second chance. Alia is not dangerous. Alia's mother stated to the court. Chapter 11. Mark Testimony 
What do I begin with? When I married my wife, let me just start with this. When I married my wife, I was very much in love with you. I thought we were going great and at the moment. I thought we were um, I thought I was good husband and I provided everything for her and, and that um, being said it still wasn't the case for us unfortunately. I feel bad now and I don't even want to want to be here. I gave you my house. I even begged the judge to reduce her sentence. I did everything for her. And the difference between me and her is, I guess, what's going on here. When I went to prison, I said I did, and I'm not proud of it. But this girl doesn't feel sorry for anything. She's in denial and has no remorse or respect for anyone. I believe, and believe me, I don't want to get up here and be nasty. And technically, we sit and listen the whole thing, and we're talking about retrial now again. To retrial for what? Who didn't understand of what happened here? You didn't want to admit what happened like nothing happened. I'm not okay with this. And when my father died, I was, wasn't be able to go and to see my dad because of this. And I feel bad. My dad is dead now. That uh, was my whole plan to get off probation and go to see my family, my dad, bef before he died. And when I uh, get the, to the court, I see this, how it was all orchestrated by her attorney for the sake of reality TV show really how sick is that it's ridiculous mark was stating to alias defense attorney who defense was like quote alia had to act, act like this on a film because she was scared for her life because she was forced to act like this for the sake of the hoax on the, for the social media her husband and her former lover made her to do your husband wanted to blow the whole thing up as a hype or hoax uh, for the social media in order to gain millions of followers just to watch the soap opera. Alia wasn't aware of severity of her actions in case she would get caught. Of course, they were thinking about filming, uh, filing an appeal because they were all thinking that everybody in this room is so stupid, but they are only ones who are just smarter than anybody else, Mark stated. And when I met her, I thought those things too. Uh, but now I have to go through this, and my mother, and I have uh, my mother and I have nervous breakdown, and my dad is dead, and I don't know now how I'm feeling those days, because it's not fair to me, and I wish we weren't here today. Mark stated, almost crying in court. Chapter eleven. Jury's diverted. Alia Dampalita was found guilty, however, after just three hours of jury deliberation. The judge had to request a sentence for Alia, and he found that Alia was uh, driven by greed, and since there is no evidence that she was a battered wife, or abused as a child, or alcoholic, or drug addict, or even some, somehow acting in self-defense, the judge sent, uh, sentenced her to 20 years in state prison. I think Alia wanted to have everything, her husband's money, his house, that's why she was trying to throw him back into jail, making false accusations and false police calls. But even uh, even when that plan didn't work out, she would still uh, need his signature to sell the house, so she decided to kill him and hire hitmen. The judge stated his own opinion. And um, just like this, taking into account those factors, the judge accepted the verdict of the jury and found Aliyah guilty. 
Alia was sentenced, she served 20 years in the in Department of Corrections. However, the sentence was thrown out later based on some technicality, and Alia was able to remain on the on the house arrest for six years. And her next trial was in 2019, where she took a stand uh, with very unusual bizarre defense. Quote, the whole murder plot was orchestrated by my husband Mark and former lover in order to promote the social media presence, get famous, get rich altogether. And I was just misunderstood, set up, and I'm actually when I'm actually sweet and compassionate and loving person. Um, manipulation, malicious and greedy, Mark was saying about his former wife Alia. Quote. Barted woman trapped and misunderstood. My client was innocent victim of fame of hungry men and the police department. She only had to go with her aunt because her lover and husband threatened her with a gun. If she didn't do what they say, they would hurt her family. Alias attorney was stating as his lame defenses. Quote, do you even understand how ridiculous your defenses are? The press asked Alia attorney who seems to be a little bit off in his beliefs and defenses. However, regardless of that, Alia was found guilty of soliciting for the first-degree murder and charging her second trial in 2017 anyway. And now she was sent um, to serve 60 more years in prison without possibility of a parole. Alia's release date is set for August 2032. Her appeal was rejected by Florida Supreme Court, and she is currently being held in a Florida prison where she is expected to remain until the day of her release and she will be 50 years old woman when she finally is out of the prison.